This is an AMI podcast. Hey guys, welcome along to another episode of Double Tap for Friday, the 2nd of December 2022. It's near the end of the week, but we have a big story to tell, and that is around Ira and the changes they're making. We're joined by the CEO and their Director of Communications. You're listening to Double Tap, your daily accessible technology show. Now, here's your hosts, Stephen Scott and Sean Priest. Yeah, hi, Sean Priest. How are you today? Today, Stephen Scott, I feel amazing. I feel great. You know one of those days where you just jump out of bed and yeah, I, I'm just full of energy. It's not going to last long, so let's make the most of it. Did you spill something? Uh, no, I <laughs> did not. No, actually, I didn't. Thank you. No, oh, because you know that's often the way, right? You, you wake up, you find a wet patch, and you think, okay, what happened here? Yeah, let's leave that alone. What I'm saying is, <laughs> I'm talking of spilling things, right? Cups and or mugs. It is so difficult to find the perfect mug. I'm struggling here. Let well, me, hang on, let me what, explain. what are we talking about here? Well, for cups, cups of tea, cups of coffee. Because You struggle I ordered, with cups. I'm, no, I'm struggling finding the right cup for me. Because I bought some, right? Big cups, I like a big cup, 500 mil, right, for my brews. Perfect. Jeez. Right, okay. But it tapers down at the bottom. So if you just slightly nudge the top, bang. Tips oh, over. Oh, yes. No, no, Top you don't want heavy. one of those. No, so no, no. I, That's no good. Rubbish. So I ordered some more big cups, but they're like bowls. They're very squat and very wide. So if you're not holding them perfectly level, they just spill everywhere when I try and carry them. I'm really struggling. Cups, the difficult uh, question. Thank you. Well, I, I, I have the perfect cup. I think I've told you this story. And oh, if I haven't, then... What um, is it? Then, well, Sit back, enjoy. Well, look, it is, it is the it, for me, this was the perfect cup. So I was in uh, an IHOP in Las Vegas when we were at, at uh, CES. Mm, stolen cup, here it is. Okay. Well, yes, you, you remember the story then? Yes, of course, yes. Of you thieving. Yes, I, I didn't. Do. I didn't thieve the cup. Mm, what happened mm. was I get back, I, I said to the, the lovely person in the <laughs> restaurant, do you sell these? Because I really like these cups. And she said, "No, sir, we do not sell these cups." She so said, "Exactly do not like that." Steal them. And <laughs> where was it again? <laughs> so she says, uh, "No, we don't sell them." And I said, "Okay, fine." So I, I left, and, and I had my lovely assistant Jane with me. We get back to the hotel room, and she says, "Oh, by the way, here you go." And she thrusts in my hand one of these mugs. Oh, and you named her. Unbelievable. I'm so sorry, Jane, if the police are knocking on your door right now. The IHOP police. The IHOP police. Uh, yes, Las Vegas police will be around <laughs> immediately to your home in Glasgow. Um, but yeah, yes. It, when you find that perfect cup, you grab it. You grab it and hold Listen, it tight. And, and it's got that, exactly, it's not got that thing where it's got the, the what did you call it? How did you describe it? Top it heavy. Yes, it's not got that bit at the bottom. I hate those cups because, yeah, you just tip them over. Terrible. All the time. I know, because you swipe your hand slowly across the worktop trying to find the cup and bang, over. It drives me crazy. Now, do, here's the thing. When you're in your little office there, in your little shed, do you, um, do you have the fear? Because I have the fear always that I'm going to knock the cup over and, you know, destroy all the expensive equipment that's sitting on the desk. Exactly. Yes, which no, is absolutely. Why, which is why I have my laptop on stilts. Um, yes. It's got this little stand, yes, so, I. Yes. so I have the river that can flow below it without any fear. Uh, everything else is up on a stand, pretty much. Not not because of that so much, but just because I like things to be you know tidy. But equally, it does yes. help if the river starts to flow. But here's the thing. Mm. I've got this thing on Amazon. Of course, where else? And um, it's Other basically online little, services are available. Yeah but, yeah, but no one uses them. So... What happens is you've got this this coaster cup thing, right, where you can sit the co- the cup into like a coaster. But what ha- happens is it's kind of like a walled um, garden, garden, yes, <laughs> without the the, the foliage. Um, uh, you yeah, say so, you've got a saucer. It's is not a saucer. No, no, no. It's not. It's, it's like a little place you put the cup into, and it holds it and it sticks to the desk, so that when you put the cup in it, it will not. Even if you knock it, it will not fall over. <gasps> That sounds like magic. I want one. What's it called? It's you called a sticky coaster cup <sighs> holder thing. Right. Okay. I'm going to look that up right Google now. Google that Thank right you. now. That's, that's a perfect it. Christmas present. Uh, honestly, it is a problem, though. I'm not, I'm, I know I'm joking, but... Man. No, I'm, I'm, I'm deadly serious. I, I mean, this thing I, I bought and I was kind of... 
kind of glad I got it on Amazon because when you buy something on Amazon like that, you don't feel it's like a specialist product. You know, if you go to one of those stores, you know, you sometimes get these stores where they have, you know, aids for the elderly or whatever they call it, you know, and I always Mm -hmm. think, oh, I hate these kind of things because it makes you just feel like you're buying something you've given up in life and you're, you know, that's it. Time for a stairlift. What are you talking about? If it makes life easier, I I honestly consider the Tommy Tippy. One of those sippy cups. Uh, Man, if it's easier, I don't care. Okay, fine. Thank you. Sorry. Sorry. Plus, I can't use a knife and fork anymore. I'm finding that really difficult. So much easier to use your fingers when I'm eating. I'm sorry, but it is. Okay. Well, there's, there's, there's a lot to unpack here, to be fair. <laughs> this is a tech honest. show, honestly. Hello, yeah, listeners. it is a tech show, honestly. And I feel we need to move on because I am I am going to get bogged down in this. And you know me, I am easily distracted. So I don't want to talk about knives <sighs> and forks all day. I want to talk about other stuff. No. And, of course, the big story of the day is Ira. And uh, coming up today on the show, we're going to be joined by the CEO, Troy Ottilio, and Director of Customer Communications, Janine Stanley. They are going to both be here to talk with us about some of the big changes coming to Ira. So hopefully all of your questions answered. We have got some comments in from you already. Michael has been in touch. Hey, it's Michael here. I decided to record this so Stephen didn't have to read it and oh. Mr. F didn't have to pay someone to read the emails. <laughs> Wanted to record a quick note about Ira. So full transparency, I have taken advantage of the Blind Shell Classic 2 promo, which means that I received 200 minutes from Ira for doing some testing on the Blind Shell. I've also received some additional free minutes while participating in some additional promotional offers that Ira had. But what this means is that I am paying Ira right now for 30 minutes a month that I am not using because the free minutes that I have apply first on top of the five minutes every four hours. So my thoughts are I'm glad that they're switching to the five minutes every 12 hours because then maybe some of the minutes I'll be paying for I'll start using. Secondly, and I understand this isn't the case for everyone, but having five minutes free every 12 hours for paying customers and five minutes free every 48 hours for non-paying customers is honestly quite generous. I was actually talking to Demasi mm, the other day. I think it was Monday when we got the email about Ira sunsetting legacy plans. And for me, I said, you know, man, I will be surprised if they keep the free plan offer at all. Because, well, we all, well, let me rephrase that. A majority of us enjoy using Ira. But Ira is a business. And in order for Ira to sustain being able to put food on the agent's tables, and that's where we need to think about it. They need to charge the blind community, or they need to charge their consumers who happen to be the blind community. There are alternative options, and, you know, holidays are coming up. Remember, Ira offers gift cards, so ask friends or family, hey, instead of picking me up some useless thing that I'm probably not going to use, I do still want that coffee pot, Mallory. I know, I know, it's in there. (laughs) It's in there, I just can't have it till Christmas. Anyways, instead of picking me up something useless or something that I might use once or twice, why not give me Ira gift cards? Keep that in mind and keep up the awesome work. Sean and Steven always love listening. And one of these days I should stop recording before I go eat. Then maybe my recording still makes sense. Mm. (laughs) I I do feel with Michael, it's a a stream of consciousness. I feel like I'm listening to myself. Thank you, Michael. What a voice, though. Amazing. I want that voice. That was so cool. And I can't disagree with anything he says there. No, I, I, well, absolutely. But some people are not as uh, kind about it. Uh, Kayaker, friend of the show, a friend of ours, actually, he's written in. He says, I hate subscription models outright. Until they add pay-as-you-go and minutes that never expire, I'm not supporting them. I wish more customers would self-advocate for this type of model. Believe it or not, customers do have power. Uh, well... I've been saying that for months. Kayaker, kayaker, what are you talking about? I hate subscription models. Now, that is an argument to be to be made, but if you're not going to support them, then they go out of business. Is that better? I know, kayaker, you've used them in the past many times. So, uh, how, what do we do? Do we do we not support? As as Michael said, it needs to be sustained. Agents need to be paid. So, what do you do? What is the answer? Yeah. Just because it's a great service and we feel like what we deserve it. Because we're blind? It's, yeah, no. No, Kayaka, you're wrong. 
Boo. Well, actually, Aaron follows up and says uh, on Twitter, he says, well, they sort of do have um, uninspired, unexpired minutes, not inspired. I'm sure the minutes are inspired, but expired minutes. Uh, They sort of do. He says you can buy minute packages in the app. And as far as I know, they don't expire. That's true, actually. Yeah, you can. You could could go into the app and just buy a bundle of minutes, which I think some people don't know about. Um, You don't have to go in and, you know, necessarily subscribe in full, you could just buy a set of minutes. I suppose that is a bit of a pay-as-you-go option, really. Well, of um, course it is. But how does that work when it comes to pricing? Is it like, you know, when you're, at least over here in the UK, if you run out of data on your mobile phone, then if you buy a package of one gig, it costs an absolute fortune. Yeah. They, they they punish you for it. Is that the same for a packet of minutes from Ira? I don't know what the price is. I don't know. JR writes on Twitter, be my eyes for the majority of my questions, usually when I'm out at the store on my own and can't find a product. I don't think I would use services like that enough to want to pay for a monthly subscription, so this doesn't really affect me at all. While Alex says, I think especially here in the UK with everything costing a lot, this doesn't sound too good. It was so expensive before uh, that it's become more and more difficult for people to actually afford what I'm sure is an amazing service. And Jeffrey says it was already expensive. So lots of comments coming in. Uh, do tweet at Blind Guy Tech at Double Tap on Air is where you'll find us as well. Uh, we are going to be speaking shortly to uh, Ira's CEO, Troy Otilio, and also Janine Stanley uh, to talk all about these changes. But I want to get to some other comments before we move on. Uh, Cece's been back in touch. Good morning, Double Tappers. Well, morning for me anyway. Here in New Hampshire, New York State. Um, uh, one, one of you, and I can't remember which one, Recently switched over to the Eero router, or as you say, router. Um, wondering what your experiences are, how's it working? My router needs to be replaced, I think. And right now I have a Netgear, uh, Nighthawk, and I pay for the Armor subscription, which sounds to be very much like the Eero Plus subscription that you would get with Amazon. And, uh, and in January, so I'm thinking this is the perfect time to switch over, and Amazon has a router on sale that I'd like to get. But I'm just curious, how easy was it to set up? How easy is the app to manage to on iOS to uh, configure everything and check everything out? And because uh, the one for Netgear isn't the best. This isn't the most accessible. I've been looking to change for a while, but um, just curious what you think. Thanks, and have a good day, guys. Hey, thanks, CC. Um, yeah, so it was me. It was me who had the Eero. And I've got to say, I have never had such an easy setup experience in my life. <gasps> the Apple Airport back in the day? That was very easy. What's the matter yes, with you? Yes, actually, that's true. Yeah, but that's gone. Thank you. Yeah, but that's gone. I'm still using it in here. That's what I'm running really? my Wi-Fi on. Yeah, an old airport. Now we know the problem. Now we know why it's always failing. <laughs> it's rock solid. I've got the net gear. It's just a gear. rock. All right, stop <laughs> That's it. That's what it is now. It's, it's just a rock. It's that old. I've got, I've got the Netgear Orbi, and the Orbi app is, yeah, it's not a great experience at all. You can get by and do certain things, but, yeah, not that great. And the actual router itself, I'm really disappointed in. At first, I thought, this is yeah. great. But I've got two... It's meant to cover, like, I don't know, a thousand square meters, and it doesn't. It barely, upstairs, the Wi-Fi is patchy, so I would definitely switch over, I think, to another one. Um, Eero, maybe? Well, I would definitely recommend the Eero for two reasons. One, that the setup process is obviously what uh, CC's interested in, and a lot of us would be interested in, can I do this on my own? How easy is it? It's one application. It's a very simple setup, almost too simple, because at first you think to yourself, is this a little bit like my first router setup? You know, yes. because you go in and it says, <laughs> add your first box or add your first router or whatever. And then you go in and you add your first unit and then you add the second one. But it guides you along the way. So when you take, when you put in the main box and you've connected it up to your, you've done all the physical connections and you've gone into the app and you've added it to your account and you've done all that, you then take the second unit. So the repeater or the mesh or whatever as part of the mesh network, you take that to the second location. It will scan the location for you. It'll say, okay, scanning the location. And it will tell you if you maybe need to move it. Maybe it's too far away from the, the previous router or the, or the main router. That's clever. Um, and it will tell you that. It will say, okay, maybe. And, and I was lucky enough. I mean, the house isn't that big. So I was able to say, well, yeah, it's actually fine. So, you know, the positioning 
It tells you that. Um, and the setup is, I mean, it does it all in the background, really not a lot to it at all. So, you know, I would say that the process, I mean, yes, fully accessible on the app. There are a few settings, I think, inside the app once you dig in um, around network statistics and stuff that are a little bit more challenging. But on the whole, everything on the app is accessible. Um, and I think it's a case of like often the case I say to people now, you, you know, if you're having trouble with an app, turn on screen recognition. And if you're having real issues with an app, turn screen recognition off. And that's really yes. the way it works now. Because <laughs> yeah. um, one way or another, you'll probably get to where you're going. So yeah, Eero, I would definitely recommend. But the second thing about it, of course, is the connection itself. How good is it? Uh, do you know what? I have never been as impressed with range of this mesh kit. Uh, and you know, I've had previous mesh kit in here and the same position as this one's in. I've not changed the positioning of any of the the mesh network units. Every single one of them are in the, in the same place they were in before. And, and previously, I was barely getting a decent signal. Now, I'm getting excellent signal everywhere. I'm getting about 600 megabits um, download. Uh, and that's across the entire house on Wi-Fi on a gigabit connection. So on a yeah. gigabit connection, I'm getting 600 down and about 100 up on, you know, on Wi-Fi. And I think that's, that's pretty impressive. And that's at the furthest point. And even it outside is. my house, I mean, in the garden as well, places I never really would have got Wi-Fi before uh, without adding another unit in. Don't yeah. have to do that now. So, yeah. Very cool. And, of course, when we over here at least get the um, the, the, the dot uh, mesh extensions, yes. repeater extensions. So, yeah, it's going to be even better, right? Because every echo dot or echo you've got will repeat and uh, widen the mesh. It's going to be cool. Uh, I want to mention, uh, just as briefly here, uh, Table Coaster. That was the name of the coaster I was telling you about earlier. So Table Coaster is the uh, anti-spill coaster. Wait, 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 wait. Tab if I search for Table Coaster, every single coaster in the world's going to come up. Just, just search for Table Coaster. It's that's not there. the brand. That's not the brand of it, surely. That's the name of it. Yeah, Is it spelled brand. funny? No, it's just Table Coaster, but all one word. B-L, no E. All right, okay. Table and you know what's coaster. nice? It's got the integrated cup handle slot because that's the thing right if it's one what? of those ones where it's like a big wall around your your cup how, how you how do you put a mug in there right so it's got the little cutout so that you can slide the, well, of the handle it has. of the cup otherwise in. it wouldn't fit in that's not a feature that's a that's an essential design concept. i'm giving you look you've come on here complaining that you're dropping well, and I, spilling I cups everywhere i come up with a solution <laughs> and your response is to criticize do you know what screw you Keep you your table cut. You're not getting one. I'm going to give I you the link one. to this. I don't want one. I'm not going to send you it now. That's putting a cup inside a cup. That's what you're doing there. That's not a coaster. It's a cup. Do you should call it a cozy cup holder? Oh, yeah. No, that's good. Well done. Let's get on that. Let's get the boffins on that, please. <laughs> let's get it branded and get it out there. It's merch. Uh, right. Um, let's get another comment. This from Randy. Hi. This is Randy Meyer calling from the United States specifically the state of Wisconsin. First, uh, I love your show. Sean, you're the man. I love your shed. And hey. Stephen, you're good too. Um, <laughs> just wanted to call and comment on your, on your discussion regarding Netflix on a Fire TV or Fire TV stick. I was having that problem where the audio wouldn't play during Netflix. But what I found is that if I disabled the voiceover or voice view output by pressing the menu key and the back key, holding them for three seconds, it turned off. I turned it back on, and I repeated that, so I had to go through those steps twice. Then the uh, voice view speech came back on with uh, Netflix. Oh. And now there must be some type of upgrade because I'm not having the problem. So I would just encourage anyone having that problem to uh, use the – once you're in Netflix, use the menu and back button to turn off the voice view speech. Then you'll need to turn it back on, and I believe you're kicked out of Netflix. So go back in the Netflix, repeat, turn off speech, you're kicked out, turn speech back on, go in, and I think you'll find it's working. At least that's what happened for me. Thanks, and keep up the great work. Wow, there you Top go. Notch. Top Thank notch. Thank you, work Randy. I didn't try that. Um and I certainly will. Yeah, I'll go back and try that after the show. Fantastic. And of course, those buttons to turn it off, the back and the home button, uh, menu button, sorry, are the first line underneath that circle of cursor keys on your remote. In fact, the key in the middle has a little braille dot on it, at least the one I have, which is the 4K Max uh, stick, has a little sort of tactile dot on it. So it's the keys either side of that tactile dot button. Uh, hold them down for three seconds, as he said. Perfect. 
Okay, final comment from Ronnie. Hey guys, it's Ronnie from Canada. Just to give you a heads up, I think you guys might be on Santa's naughty list. Not 100% sure, but we received a package today and my husband won't let me touch it. He kind of hid it somewhere in my house. Bye. (laughs) Merry holidays. Hang on, does that, does that not mean we're on the good list? I'm, I'm confused. confused. <laughs> if, 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 that's, if that package is what she thinks it is, which is the Sunu band, if that's the case, we should be on oh. Santa's good list. Yeah, why would we be on the naughty list? What have we done? I don't know. Ronnie, get back in touch. Thank you. I, yeah, I, we need Stephen, more information on this. It. it might not be. Yeah, it might also be just it be something be. for him, you know. Yeah. Maybe we don't want to know. Yeah. I, I, I'm, not, I, I'm saying nothing. Right, Could look, be a table coaster. <laughs> It's the same size of the box, actually. Anyway, um, stick around. We're going to be hearing from Troy Otilio, CEO of IRA, and also uh, Janine Stanley, regular contributor to our show, of course, also director of customer communications at IRA. They join us next here on Double Tap to talk about the big changes. Can't get enough Double Tap? Subscribe to the podcast and get your fill of Double Tap every day. Visit DoubleTapOnAir.com and follow us now. We'll be right back. This is Double Tap. Now, back to the show. And we did promise you today that we'd bring you an interview with uh, the team at Ira. We're joined uh, not just by one, but two members of the team. The CEO of Ira, Troy Otilio, and Janine Stanley is the Director of Customer Communications, both joining uh, myself and Sean right now here on uh, Double Tap to discuss the big changes at the Visual Interpreter Service. Great to have you with us, guys. Great to be here. Thanks, Stephen. Thanks, Sean. Yeah, we're, we're excited. Yeah, never mind him, Troy. Don't worry about him. He, he doesn't care. No, thank you, Troy. It's right. very good of you. <laughs> to hell with Sean. <laughs> Wait, that went downhill quickly. Excellent. Yeah, well, you know what? Get, get, once he starts paying for Ira, then absolutely he'll deserve oh, to... Under uh, the bus. Yeah, he'll deserve oh, to get my. Some, some love from Ira. Uh, listen, uh, great to have you both here. And, uh, of course, there's lots to talk about following the announcements uh, this week. And um, here we are at the end of the week. And I just, I'm just i so glad that you guys were able to come on and talk about some of the changes. Uh, so maybe, uh, Troy, first off, I mean, you know, Janine, we've had on the show so many times, and she's a huge part of our show as a listener, as well as a contributor from Ira, uh, in your position there, Janine. But Troy, this is the first time we've had you on the show, so I'm going to come to you first, if that's okay. Sounds great. Um, because I want to know more about these changes. So first off, I think everyone's going to be looking at the headline here, which is really around the free five-minute plan and what is changing. So what is actually changing for people who are just coming to this news today? Well, I'm going to give you the big picture, a little bit of the rationale, and then I'll actually have Janine walk through the details because she's really good at explaining you know, precisely what's changing. I think if we step back and look at what's changing overall, I mean, first off, we have to admit it's been a crazy two and a half years, right? So um, even for myself, I've started at Ira as the COO with uh, Saman. Saman and I worked together at Intuit. So I've been at Ira from the very beginning and it's it's been an incredible ride. Um, but in 2020, uh, I took over as CEO just before the pandemic. How fun was that? And I think you might remember we did some significant restructuring. And I think one of the first things I said was uh, Ira, you know, is a, is a is a growing service and it provides a ton of value. We know that because we hear from our customers and we can see it in the calls that are recorded. Um, yet it's not, it wasn't on a sustainable path. And so we made some changes. We, we reduced costs that weren't really driving, you know, a, a great outcome or I should say a significant outcome. And, you know, a controversial one was the glasses, you know, the glasses provided a ton of value. It's hands-free and I'm glad they're back, but, now in the hands of a partner with Envision. But for us, the ability to focus on providing a service, and at the time we were driving on AI and doing lots of different things, including glasses, that was a, a ton of cost that wasn't really netting the, the broad benefit, right? The equitable benefit, not everyone had the glasses. So we, 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 uh, we, we stopped providing the glasses, knowing that, you know, eventually I thought the market would solve for that. And I, I think Envision at least proves that uh, there's going to be more vendors and more companies that invest in the hardware side. And then the other thing we looked at was the five-minute free. Um, so 
well back in the day in 2020, um, we provided so much five minute free that I can say now it was over 50% of the total volume of calls. Oh, wow. And if, and if you remember, what it looked like is whether you're a paid user or a guest, and we love our guests, um, and I'll, I can explain why Thank later. You. I mean, everyone always asks, why Why do you want, why do you like <laughs> users who are we free? Do, you what's, do love your guests. What, what's, yes, yes. Yeah, no, they're, they're, um, they're important. Um, and it's important to our mission as well. But ultimately, um, you could make back-to-back five-minute calls. So you had people would call in, you know, get step one of seven uh, done, and then call back in, call back in. And that wasn't sustainable. It's not something we could economically afford. And our goal was to be around not just for a year or two, but until, you know, until Ira wasn't needed anymore. But at the same time, we knew we were growing. So we, 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 you know, we sat around the table and, you know, did a little math. And that's how we came up with the current model today, Janine, which is what, what, what's the five minute free? So today we have five minutes free for guests, you get one call per day. And for people who have paid plans, you get one call every four hours. Right. That was the change we made way back in 2020 at the start of the pandemic. But, you know, since then, the service has grown both in terms of the number of subscribers, the number of guests, but also our core focus from a business perspective from how do we grow, how do we you know, effectively pay the agents, grow the technology. I think you guys might have seen or people may have noticed we are making great strides by adding new capabilities like new ways to do screen sharing beyond TeamViewer, Ira Desktop, and soon we'll be releasing a brand new mobile app. And we could even talk about that today if we wanted. But ultimately, you know, you've got to bring in more money than than you spend. And certainly the agents are the core of our business. I mean, I think that's really the magic is the, the how we select, train, and, and manage our agents and the service they provide. Um, and so, you know, the, we're always looking at, how, you know, how do we balance the books? And from a big picture, we know that the blind and low vision community, you know, is is underemployed. Whatever, whatever term you want to give, whatever stat, we know we have a job seeker program that helps people, you know, find new jobs or get, you know, better jobs. And we know it's, there's a lot of challenges um, with 70% unemployment. And so the ability to pay there is limited. And um, ultimately, we believe, I believe that it's really the collective responsibility of society, whether that's government or private industry. And our big mission ultimately is to bring what we call visual interpreting, right? That's the term we use, um, this accommodation service to be recognized and on par with other interpretation services that are provided for the deaf, right? So if you look at most companies, and I'm, I'm kind of staying in the, in, the, in the corporate world at the moment, but also here in the United States and I think elsewhere, you know, whether that's federal or government, there is an expectation and a budget to pay for ASL interpreters, um, if you're hiring or have someone who's deaf or hard of hearing. So I still haven't got to the the meat of it, but ultimately I'm trying to say that, you know, it's, that's where the revenue, that's where the lion's share of the funding will come to grow the service. We're ultimately balancing the books by growing our business and looking ahead again, I think there's a lot of economic uncertainty and we haven't changed prices in what Janine three years when's the last four years four Four I believe it it may have been longer than that yeah and you go well why haven't you done it incrementally over time um frankly we're we're, our biggest focus is you know making the service awesome and and attracting these new corporate and government-based organizations to you know provide IRA but you've got and, to, you've got to pay for it, right, Troy? That's you got to pay point, for it, right? Yeah. You've got to pay for it. So, so <laughs> let's move, let's move on to what's changed, if I can. Mm-hmm. What 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 has changed then? What 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 is happening as of now, as of Monday? All right, I'll let I'll let Janine tell you. I'll, I'll hit the punchline. So, Janine, why don't you tell them what's changing on Job Seeker and the five minute free? Sure. Then we'll hit the five minute free. So, Job Seeker was a promo where you got 
uh, half an hour calls, unlimited. Well, we have changed that as of, I believe, November 18th or 19th. The promo changed to one 30-minute call per day to assist with tasks in finding a job, including resume writing. And uh, there's a number of things that are under that promo. So that one has changed a bit. But in the meantime, you know, people have said, well, half an hour a day, that's not enough to do whatever I need to do to help me find a job. We are also in the background encouraging employers to make IRA available, not just after you're hired to ask for as an accommodation, but to make uh, available during that application process, the onboarding process, because you don't want to go in there and the first thing you have to do is ask for an accommodation. That's pretty uncomfortable. So that's Job Seeker. Then we get to the free five minutes, which on Monday, and good thing this is out here on Friday, on Monday, December the 5th, things will change with five minute free. If you are a guest, you now get that one call every 24 hours. Now you're going to get one call every 48 hours. And if you have a paid plan, you got those four, uh, one call every four hours. Now it's one call every 12 hours. And that's 12 hours. That's not a, a calendar day. Now, how do you figure out... <sighs> What you mean? How do I figure out how, when I when do I get a free call? That's all I want to know, right? When do I get a free call? Well, you can go to the usage tab in your app, and if you're on iOS, that's going to be at the bottom of your screen. And if you are on Android, I believe that's going to be under the navigation drawer. You're going to go in there and look at usage. You can now see that actually on the desktop app as well. We just added the usage feature on there. So you can see when you're going to get your next free call under that tab. The other thing that we're doing that is a little um Controversial and Troy can kind of speak to this a little bit. We had legacy plans, and the biggest question I got was, what the heck is a legacy plan? What does legacy mean? Well, these are the old plans that we have had for quite a while, and we have a lot of them, a number of different flavors of them. Those will be going away as of January 17th. So the folks that are on those plans will no longer have those plans. Now, we did send out a letter about that uh, earlier this week. And due to a mail merge error, we accidentally told everybody, hey, if you're on an RNIB plan or ACB, NFB plan, that's going to go away too. No, don't worry. Your RNIB plans will not go away. So you can still get that 30 minutes for 15 pounds. You can still get that uh, if you're on one of the other plans, ACB, NFB, you can still get those plans, keep those plans through 2023. No worries there. But the other types of plans are going away and you will have received information about that. You can always call our customer care, talk over your options, things like that. But we had to kind of trim some of that to get more consistency, right, Troy? Yeah, and those those plans have been around since the beginning of time, and you know those yeah. those are certainly many of those are fully unsustainable. Is that a word? Fully unsustainable. Oh, of those those ones are. It is um, now. <laughs> yeah, and so so those uh, those will be consolidated, and folks, we're giving you know that's why we announced it very early rather than just you know waiting until sometime in January. Going, guess what, everyone. You know, you better think fast. So we're, we, our goal here is just to inform people so they have time to make choices. Um, you know, we, we value every, as I said before, we value every subscriber for sure, right? I mean, this is your, you're using the service, you're paying for the service. And can I, I just, can I just get from yeah. you, Troy, you are the CEO, that includes Sean Priest, yes. right? I am valued, Troy. Is that right? <laughs> you, Sean, you're, you're highly valued. Yes. Thank you so much. <laughs> okay. Now, we'll come back to the uh, job seekers and the, the five-minute plan yeah. in a second. But you, you also mentioned that the actual prices of the plans themselves are rising. Yes. So we want to just be really clear on this. So for everyone who is in the, the IRA boat today, whether it's Sean, who's a guest, or, or Steve, who's, let's say, a subscriber, um, you are part of IRA, and you can adopt or continue on one of our current retail plans all the way through the end of 2023. So we are we are extending the current plans we have at the current prices. The only requirement is that you are on that plan before January 16th, and you continue to stay on that plan. 
our goal there is to, you know, in, in a small way, reward folks and allow them to operate on these plans that are going to be less expensive than the new plans that come out in 2023. So again, if you're a le- if you're on one of these legacy plans that um, that Janine mentioned, you know you're going to be thinking, well, I should should I get on the 300 minute plan or the 200 or may- or maybe you want to you know downgrade to a guest. That that's obviously your choice. But again, it just be really clear. You can you can leverage one of our current retail plans, including the NFB community plan or the RNIB. So then, okay, well, tell me about the new plans. Well. Um, what we've said is we will release the details about the new plans that will be the only plans available after January 16th to anyone new who wants to go from guest to paid or just you know learned about IRA and wants to jump into IRA. These new plans um, will be released, meaning that you know the details around them, and we we can give you a couple ideas. Um, we, we're not talking price; we're talking a little bit on the generalities because we're still working behind the scenes to make sure that they're they they meet everyone's need we're talking to customers but these new plans will be more expensive okay um i want to pin you down now on this free five minute option because this is one area where i think a lot of people this is where i think a lot of the heat's going to come from uh and you know i've been saying on the show that i think that there comes a point and i said this earlier in the week troy that i i feel that there comes a point when you're offering something that it maybe gets to a stage where you wonder how valuable or useful it is. You know, if I'm able to make a five minute call for free every 48 hours, you know, and, you know, I have to really think about when I'm making that call, how I'm yep. using that call. And at that point, it does it actually become more sensible to say, actually, do you know what? Let's just not do the five minute free call anymore at all. As an individual. Sure. I mean, that's yeah. obviously personal choice. Like we, you know, whether it's IRA or anything that we do or use, like it's always that question of, of friction, right? What is the, if I have to do a lot of thinking, if I have to go through a lot of effort, um, you know, as a service, uh, that we, we have a principle, one of our principles is, you know, provide equal or more value to the subscriber's pain than the guest. And it's not to judge the guest. You know, I know that again, folks are living, um, on very limited incomes and, um, you know, would love to pay for IRA, but you know, they don't have the means. And again, I think big picture, that's where separately, and I'd love to come back on your show and talk more about it. I, I believe we, you know, there's a lot of folks who believe that visual interpreting, whether it's IRA or be my eyes, or maybe even another company would do it like should be a first class accommodation that is embraced by, you know, the community and specifically, you know, whether it's federal or government, let's say in the UK or here in the United States is, is paid for, right? Like just, just on, on par with, um, uh, deaf and hard of hearing, uh, accommodations, but yes, there's, I mean, I can't, I can't speak to individuals, you know, 48 hours. We could have come out with, um, five minute free, you know, at a 48 hour clip back when we retuned it in 2020, we just happened to pick 24, but that rate of usage, we believe, uh, needs to be at a, at a lower rate than, say, for the subscribers, right? Because if I'm a paying customer, then you know I don't want to believe that, um, like, I can that, that someone who's not paying is getting you know greater benefit, equaler benefit. But ultimately, I mean, the customers will will vote with their calls, right? They'll decide yeah. what. What makes you what's what's useful, and of course, access is another thing. So it's you're not just if you have the IRA app, and it's simple, right? To sign up, you don't we don't take your credit card. Um, we just need your phone number, or your email. Um, as we start to progress with more access offers, um, then there'll be other places you can make use of IRA for free. The professional agent. Yeah, thanks, Trey. I was gonna bring that up actually that you know even if you're a guest you can still use all of our access offers so our Vespero off any of those you are available to you there, there is, it's, it's, a, it's a challenge though isn't it because and it's a really difficult needle to to thread because 
you have two situations, I think, going on. I would imagine these are the conversations you guys are having. One is that you have a subscriber base, people who are paying money, who are saying to you, hang on a minute, I can't get through because there's someone on a free plan who's you know getting ahead of me in the queue, and that doesn't feel right to me. Mm-hmm. Then there are people sitting on the free plan saying, I can't afford to use this service, and if mm-hmm. your prices are going up, guys, I'm never going to get on the bandwagon here. So where, where, what do you do with those? How do you help those people? I think it's back to, um, I love your thoughts on it even, is like access. So we, we are having success. There are companies sh- choosing we're in talks with some uh, large U.S. brands, some multinational brands right now. It, it's We'd love for it to go faster, but you look at here in the States in particular, you've got uh, Starbucks, right? There are over 50,000 Starbucks locations, or maybe it's 25, 25,000 in the U.S. that have IRA, right? That's that's awesome. You've got two banks, uh, one included in Canada, TD, TD Bank. You've got 50 airports. And so ultimately, and then, and then you have states like um, there's one of the states here in the U.S., Alabama. Alabama, yes. They yeah, actually pay yeah. for IRA for everyone. Um, so it yes. is available. All you need to do is sign up with a their state rehabilitation agency, and voila, you're in. Now, not everybody wants to do that, but that's the kind of availability we're looking at, is yeah. getting so, it from the states, getting you know some sort of uh, way for people who don't have the ability. And same thing, you know, with um, with government schemes in the UK and Australia. I know they have NDIS in Australia, which they can pay for their IRA through the NDIS uh, scheme there. Wow. Sweet home Alabama. I'm moving. That's that's so cool. <laughs> I was I was gonna bring up the Australia thing because I got friends of mine who who yeah, who who have IRA paid for them. Is it through the insurance, yeah. the NDIS? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. The NDIS, mm-hmm. yeah. Absolutely amazing. I I'm going to throw Stephen under the bus. I think what Stephen was saying is, why don't you just drop the free aspect of it? Just totally cut it. I mean, you know, because you are cutting it down. We thought about it. It is. Well, well I mean, the argument yeah. could be the argument could be that there is an alternative for a free service when it comes to this sort of service, this visual interpretation, in the form of be my eyes. That could be if you can't afford it. There is the free volunteer service there. I'm going to get myself shot by our listeners, I'm sure. But I think what the, the point I made during the week was that I think IRA is becoming a, almost a necessity, a, an essential service. A premium service uh, as well. Yeah, yeah well, I, exactly. And I, I think it, it, it does. Mentioning, you know, uh, support workers, personal assistants, uh, those physical people that we used to uh, have help with employing in the past, that is so difficult to get now. I think IRA, it, in a lot of cases, could take the place of a, a personal assistant, mm-hmm. a support worker, a physical person actually yep. being there, Ira could take that place. So I think Ira has become, uh, you know, a necessity. It is a premium service, obviously, but and and that's the selling point, Sean, is that you know we can take the place with secure. Um, transactions and secure interactions with our agents. And that's why we're keeping, it's one of the reasons. I mean, the other reason is obviously that we care about the community because, you know, many of us in the company are part of the community, but, you know, uh, Mm -hmm. but having a place where somebody can have access to that kind of secure transaction with, you know, even if it's five minutes to read your mail or five minutes to read your bank statement, just give me these numbers on my bank statement. That's it. I'm not going to do that with a volunteer. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love you, be my eyes, but not going to happen. No. I, and, and we would definitely not encourage that to be the case for, for obvious reasons. And I want to emphasize everything that's been said, like, you know, from a mission perspective. I mean, you, you look around um, at my staff, that includes Janine, like, we're always thinking about, guys, how do we how do we get to the point where a service like IRA is available for everyone? Yes, it's it's a paid service, but again, I go back to other, you know, disabilities. You know, again, no one, you know, it's in, it's in part because of ADA was crafted here in the U.S. at a time that there was no concept of IRA, but no one questions a wheelchair ramp, yeah. right? No one's, and and certainly people who are mobility you know, um, disabled are not paying for the wheelchair ramp, yet they exist, right? And it just becomes part of the culture that everyone, you know, has to pay their the pro- part. The problem is, though, Troy, so that in this case, off- that the, the wheelchair ramp you're talking about is a human being, and that person needs paid. And that's the difference, right? Once the wheelchair ramp's in place, that's... Well, no, but uh, I mean, 
it is, but if you look at the investment in ramps and doors and you know you're talking 20 you know 10,000 20,000 50,000 dollars you know over and over and over plus you know folks to come review there's a big investment that gets stretched over the life of that building you know there's a there's a there's an there's an economic argument there but I'm also going to I want to pivot to one other point um it is part of our business model um Starbucks does not want to serve only people who can afford to pay for Ira they want to serve mm. everybody. They want to serve everyone who is blind or low vision through Ira. They, they wish that everyone would download and use Ira, and so do we, right? So, again, not everyone needs to go to Starbucks. Not everyone goes to Starbucks. But conceptually, the more this is where I say I love I love the guests because ultimately, as we grow what we call the consumer experience, um, having more users actually is benefits it 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 reduces the challenge in the conversation that we always have because we're a new service of, well, how many people are blind? How many people use IRA? Like what, what, what kind of benefit am I giving my customers by, by deploying something guys, like that? Guys, you've got to come back and on so the, the show because is, there's so many more things I want to talk to you about on this. I, I, I could talk to you all day, but just, yes. just very quickly, I want to continue <laughs> oh, back yeah. on the, on sure. the app because you mentioned just at the top there, Troy, about uh, having a new app coming, a new IRA app. So uh, do one of you want to tell mm. me about that? Yeah, sure. So one of the things we looked at when we reformed IRA in 2020 was, you know, being more efficient with our resources, right? Um, And what we have today is really three code bases. So if you have to write software, you have one choice is to write software for just the iOS or just write an an app for Android and then just write an app for the desktop. And um, that can be very expensive, Modern technology now allows us to write once and deploy everywhere. And what we saw is the need to have IRA in more places, for example, on the desktop. We've also talked about potentially putting IRA on uh, Google Home or in your video doorbell so that you could ultimately have an agent you know, tell you what's on the other side of that camera or you could be cooking in the kitchen. So we're building a platform that can be deployed anywhere it actually led, allowed us to deploy on Envision. So imagine now we have the single code base and it started off on desktop and then it's also on Envision. And right now we're working on, I would say tailoring and refining um, that desktop app to be a native iOS app, to be a native Android app that supports all the functionality you can do today plus future functionality and, you know, Maybe for another day, like we'll what, talk about what that future What's functionality the future is. Functionality, Troy. <laughs> well, well, tell us. One one thing that I've heard is um, <laughs> no, we no, we talked about this. Exclusive. One of the things that people want. One of the things people have told me a million times, and we want is, gosh, I would love to be able to schedule a call, like like I do for an Uber. Like you know, I'm leaving for the airport. I need to be there at six a.m. I don't want to wake up and start clicking around. I just want my. Uh, I, I just want my Uber to be there, you know, when it's time to go. And so just like that, we we we, we plan to put in some scheduling features. So you could say, you know, I, I'm going to need an IRA agent at 2.30 p.m., whatever, whatever time you want. Or another one would be you, there are times or periods that we are busy and you just don't want to wait 15 seconds or 30 seconds or whatever it is. You want to put in a request and just have, have the, phone ring back to you when the agent is ready so you don't have to sit in line. There's a bunch of what we call call management features um, that, that we're going to be putting in place to make it easier to match you with the best agent available for the task at hand, right? We train all our agents equally, yet some have extra skills that they bring to the table. You know, some are better at, um, let's say, Excel. They, they have deep Excel skill, right? Like, if you're going to do some Excel, maybe you want to get an agent who's already done Excel. So we want to do some matching to match you with the agent that best suits Tin- your Tinder for, for Microsoft so Excel. We- that sounds interesting. <laughs> <That's a good laughs> agent of special skills. Wow. Janine, uh, write, write that down. I uh, yes, exactly. I'm fed That's up giving away all my best price. marketing ideas to these companies, honestly. Uh, but anyway, it all comes oh. back to this. This new app that, um, 
you know, it's going to look a, a lot like the old app, right? A lot of the same, but we've taken time to really listen, watch our customers, how you use it and refine it. But it's also on a fresh new platform that allows us to evolve the functionality more quickly. So we don't have to like write it three times or four times or five times. We write it once. And Guys, yeah. I really want to thank you for coming on. I know you guys have to run, but I, I do want to just say thank you for, for coming on. First off, I want to thank Janine for getting in touch and saying, hey, look, we want to come on and talk about this. I think your openness is what is, is so impressive, the fact that you are willing to come on. The amount of times I contact companies and say, come and discuss this, and you never <laughs> hear from them again. So, you know, I just think this is great that you're willing to be opening up about this. And also, I want to get you both back on just to geek out about all this stuff. I think there's a huge conversation to be had around the the potential of what Ira could be, I, I personally, I think, is a service for everybody, not just for, for blind, partially sighted people. So, oh, yeah. you know, I, I think that mm-hmm. could be an argument that maybe takes into the, because I offer, look, my, every single show I've ever done from the, from the dawn of time when dinosaurs used iPads, mm. um, I <laughs> believe that, you know, it's about the mainstream. That's where you get the money in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that allows you to do great things, and that benefits everybody. And audiobooks is a great example of that. Look what happened when Audible got hold of it, you know. So you know, this is this is kind of something that's that started. What we're hoping with glasses, yeah, Stephen. exactly. That's what we're hoping with all of these AR glasses that are coming out. That they're going to define what hands free is going to be in the future for Ira. Yeah. No, I, I love that. I love that discussion, and we 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 see the same internally. We we see that same opportunity at the end of the day. A lot of us use Ira when I travel. I mean, I, I'll, you know, in part because I like to test the product, but in part because there's just a ton of value um, having two humans work together versus yes. one. Um, I think, <laughs> right? And um, I love AI. We we do use AI internally for some of our things, but it's still a long way away from providing the um, complex support that you know, a human with, you know, tens of thousands of years of evolution um, can provide you sitting, you know, at, at their fingertips with the internet. Um, it's just, a, it's a really, it's a really awesome experience and we, we hope to make it better, but I think it's pretty damn good um, at times, especially when yeah, you need it. Definitely. Uh, guys, thanks for, so much for coming on. Uh, come back soon and, and, and thanks for Certainly. sharing the news. Uh, the updates on Ira. I have no doubt there will be feedback to follow. Uh, we always welcome always. your feedback here at Double Tap. <laughs> feedback at doubletaponair.com. Call us one eight seven seven eight zero three four five six seven for now, though, guys. Thank you for being on and thank you for listening to Double Tap. Thanks, thank Stephen. You. Thanks, Sean. Thanks, Janine. Thank you. Send us your feedback to feedback at doubletaponair.com. Leave us a voicemail at one eight seven seven eight zero three four five six seven. You're listening to Double Tap. I'm Margaret Shepard of the AMI podcast, Tripping On Air. Every month, my co-host Alex Hajar and I spill the tea on what it's really like to live with MS. Watch Tripping On Air on YouTube or download wherever you get your pods.